Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/achieve today. This is the Best Hang Podcast featuring Max Kerman, Shane Cunningham, and I am Mike Beerman. Here's a secret you can pass it around. Here's a secret you can pass it around. My head in the clouds and two feet on the ground. Here's a secret you can pass it around. All right. This is the Best Hang. Hang, I am Mike. I'm here with Max. I'm here with Shane. And this is a very unique Best Hang because it's our first Best Hang podcast actually hanging together. We're all together. Max, what are you doing there? Are you Oh. We have cause to celebrate and we'll get there in a minute. Wait, let me just naturally open oh. my Ooh. drink here. Oh, Mikey V, go for it. Oh. Uh, cheers, boys. I like the sound hey, of that. It's mm. a good times. Good to see you guys forever. in person. Uh, so, Shane. Yeah. You know, my sister... Uh, went on a plane for the first time in like seven years because wow. she's had, you know, she has a, a big family of kids, uh, but she's down in San Diego helping my dad with a thing. Mm-hmm. And you were just on your first plane trip in a while. I was to Vancouver. And last our last episode, I believe you do this thing where you predict when the plane's going to explode. I, I think it's going to explode <laughs> over 10 seconds. It's a comforting thought to think of the worst thing that could possibly happen. And then when it doesn't happen, I'm like, ah, Like, but it could explode now. I just, I just keep doing and that. And did it? Plane didn't explode. He's here, I'm Max. Here. I'm here yeah. before you. But I, I invented a new favorite game mm. to Ooh. play. It's watching the person in front of you select things on their screen because now all the planes have touch screens. Yeah, yeah. They probably have always had touch screens, but I usually go on like cheaper airlines. I won't say the names <laughs> that don't even have the touch screens on the yeah. back. Like I used to go on planes in the before times that still had the communal TV where everyone watches the movie. Together. Like on an old school bus ride. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like those start out airlines that are really cheap, but this one had the touchscreen air Canada, air Canada. Nice. Yes. And then I watched what selections they were making. Oh it yeah. Was, it was very fascinating to see what they'd go through and uh, what their end selection would be. And I would try to predict it based on how they looked. 
based on how they look, yeah. their their demographic, all of that. Yeah. Any anthropological findings you can uh, let us know oh, about? What woman, are Canadians watching right now? Oh, this woman was going through all these documentaries, all these like like the Wes Anderson film. Her finger would hover over "Come On, Come On," which is this very artsy film with Joaquin Phoenix. No, no. And she seemed like she was going to be so discerning. And then she ended up with Encanto, which is a Disney <laughs> film. <laughs> and like my three-year-old daughter loves yeah. that movie. But it, I just like audibly was laughing when she finally selected because this was a 10-minute process. Isn't the, the, the idea, too, of an adult? Because like for you, could you imagine getting, you know, you got some time away from your family you're on this plane, you go into a work thing. And... Uh, imagine getting on and then watching more children's content, even though that is now, your life. Even as a kid, I hated those fucking Pixar movies. So when an adult likes those movies, yeah. it kind of weirds me out a little bit. So. Right, yeah. Right. Um, did you Smooth make any, flight, though. Smooth flight, no turbulence, and make any friends on the flight? Do you talk to your neighbor? Absolutely not. No, no, no I do not do that at all. Mm. I was middle seat, though. Ooh. But I got lucky that the person to the right of me never showed up. So yeah. I got the coveted... Uh, you know, you MPC. like the aisle. I like the window seat. Mm. So I got to uh, get my lean on. Nice. On, nice. on the plane, I was just in LA and the plane back, um, I was there, I was on the aisle. There's a middle seat open and then someone was in the window seat and we didn't really make any conversation. And then at the end of the flight, she was just like, I just want to say I'm a really big fan. I'm coming I to the know. Oshawa show. I was like, and then, and then I just think to myself, I was like, was I doing anything untoward? You know, like, mm. what, like you know, was I writing any mean emails? Was I like, what was I looking at on my laptop? Because I, <laughs> I bought the $26 internet. Whoa. Uh, yeah, right. Rich. And, um, and I don't think I was bad. But, you know, you never know. What would bad be? <laughs> well, sending mean emails, I guess. Yeah. 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 Right. Or just like, was I... Like yawning, or did I have my mask down for too long mm. as I was having? Like, the Were you watching a weird movie? Was I watching maybe they're movie? talking about on their podcast? Yeah, yeah. yeah or like watching a movie that is a mainstream movie but has like a strong sexual content yeah. at some point <laughs> in the film. That's always uncomfortable. Oh, on I did that. The French <laughs> Dispatch. I watched. I hadn't. Oh. I love Wes Anderson movies, yeah. but <laughs> French Dispatch had a stink on it for some reason. So I turn it on. And you know the woman from... Yeah, uh, Blue's Blue the Warmest Color. She's <laughs> naked. Yeah. So you know this scene. I'm assuming you haven't seen the whole movie, Max. <laughs> but uh, it's it's a little awkward yeah. watching that because it seemed like pure porno. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. even more awkward when you're just flipping around to just the naked scenes. Well, just pausing <laughs> on the plane. Yeah. On the plane. <laughs> you're the one guy Where's who's, the skip? Yeah. who's going through every movie just to Googling, like nude scene? Yeah. Googling the nude scene <laughs> minute mark. Well, there was mild turbulence. And when that happens, the movie will pause. So it's and like it's like a double hit of anxiety for you because yes. there's turbulence. You think you're going to yeah. die. And also the, you could die of embarrassment yeah. as well. And you're right, by the way, Max. When a pilot comes on and announces the turbulence, it made me more anxious. Wow. When they don't say anything, I liked it much better. So right? I'm, I'm switching my theory. Vindication. Around. Yeah, because yeah. it's just like, oh, this pilot doesn't give a shit. Yes, that's right. the way to be. I thought intellectually I wouldn't feel that, but experiencing it, you were absolutely right. Okay, so you get to Vancouver. You're a part of Lights' music video. You've yes. been cast as uh, a game show host of sorts. We, we I was very to... flattered, by the way. Yeah, hold cast. on a second. Oh, okay, sorry, 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 sorry. So, sorry, yeah, sorry. no, for our listeners, like, they might not, you, know, you just kind of dropped out of nowhere. Shane, you're starring in Lights, friend of the pod. You know, yeah. she's been on multiple episodes, live shows. Uh, you are starring in this video. How does this even come about? Uh, tell us about the conversations. I didn't know. Uh, I, I assumed, though, that we did this great comedy pilot, sketch show pilot, <laughs> and that manager, Ash, had mm -hmm. sent it to Lights, and Lights was just 
blown away with my acting skills. <laughs> of She's like, oh, I knew Shane was funny. I didn't know he was this funny. This is all in my mind going right, on. Yeah. This conversation and yada, yada, Shane's so funny. I, I got on set and I mentioned the pilot. Lights had no idea that a pilot existed. <laughs> she didn't know. No one's been bragging about the pilot. She's sending the pilot around. She's like, no, you just have a mustache. And, uh, you're not a mustache person. I'm like, oh, okay. Truth be told, there was not a lot of people in Vancouver with mustaches. I was going to say, that's an expensive yes. mustache when They're you factor in the flight. Yeah. And, town yeah. and, she, and But she was like, oh, she saw the look of like disappointment on my face. She's like, and I think you're funny. So I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay well, yeah, so that's how I was cast. Because I have a mustache and this required kind of a sleaze baggy type car salesman kind of yeah. like a game show host. And this video will be out next week. So yeah. it, you're going to our listeners are going to see this video. No, look time. it up immediately. And um, Ben, you do have some lines, though. A lot of lines. And so how was prep and rehearsal for that? You know me, nerve wracking, a lot of pacing, walking around the streets of Vancouver, mumbling to myself like <laughs> stressed out, very stressed out, doing Zoom calls with Alex going over and over the lines again. And then, uh, you know, totally screwing it up once I got to set oh, really? too, instantly. Oh, my God. Once the cameras rolled, you had that. Did you get that hot, that hot feeling? Totally hot. Yeah. Because music video sets are way different. I'm used to complete silence, no distractions. There was like, you know, it was a loose, fun music video set. Music's kind of going on and people are like doing shots and like <laughs> laughing. People are doing shots on set. Yeah, it was very loose and like seemingly fun, but seemingly. I do not like having fun at work. I don't like, you know, we do a table read. Oh, yeah. I don't do any chit chat, nothing. Second sketch is over on, on to next, the next one because yeah. I get hyper anxiety when I'm working, especially mm -hmm. on a set doing what we do. It's a little nerve wracking. Yeah, like commercial sets are a lot more just uh, what would the word be like structured and sort of you set the tone and a music video set like what are yours like max are, are the arkell's video shoots like are they loose i don't think they're quite as loose as uh, the lights video set yeah. it sounds like because we're just more boring like <laughs> we're just a kind of boring group of dudes yeah uh but i can see you know this is this is lights's operation yeah. she wants to keep everyone she loose makes me nervous because why well she gives so much she has so much faith in people oh. i don't like that i like <laughs> i like being underestimated but she was like you're gonna be great you're just gonna improv it you know you're kind of gonna walk up she's like forget the script i'm like forget the script i just memorize this for three days she's like do whatever she's like, walk up. <laughs> she's like, and there's all these props she's like walk up and say your line whatever it is it's like oh walk on the path like whatever she's like grab the person's hat and throw it off or not and they get up and they, they they could roll out of the chair and you sit where they roll out and it's it's getting on it's like she's talking for like a minute i can't i can't com like compute any of this so i just go okay so then they go all right shane you ready i go yep pretending i'm it's all gonna connect once action hits and then action boom mind goes completely blank and i pull up my phone and i go oh fuck cut and i just start going over my lines i need to block it <laughs> you called cut on her set i call cut <laughs> <laughs> so then lights is like uh-oh and she she's like just do a take be cool just do a take and i do a take and then she's like, that was great. And gives me the confidence that it's great. But then the AD, the assistant director, is like, Shane, we need to talk outside. And for our listeners, the yeah. AD is sort of the heavy. So that's basically, the one that, that's the bad. Yeah. yeah bad so basically cop. the director in a best case scenario. Lights is directing. Yeah. Lights is the director is just yeah. only thinking about the creative. Any sort of like timeline, 
you know, setting the crew in, in their place, yes. you know, having difficult conversations, that's the assistant director. And if you are acting in a set with an assistant director or whatever, the best time to start is at the beginning of the day. The beginning of the day is when you have the most rope, you can do the most amount of takes because time isn't running out. Yep. We started in the afternoon and the assistant director told me like, listen, we're way behind. We're like five shots behind. And you're always behind on a set. Like uh-huh. you're always chasing the clock. So I had like three takes to nail this. And this was all done in one shot too, by the yeah. way, all my lines. And I thought I was going to have a close up and have a little rope. Learn quickly. I wasn't going to have that. So AD calls me out. I think I'm going to get chastised a little bit. But she says, we don't have audio equipment. Like, uh, you weren't, that take you just did was good, but we don't have audio. Oh, no. I'm like, oh, no, I can't do that again. That was like my best take. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the one you saw. Like, you were like, oh, Shane, good work. Because Lights had filmed me doing this take and and texted it to manager Ash and Max and said that it was good. So now the pressure's on to redo that. So they hooked me up with uh, Lav Mike and they have an H6 that they found on set. And I had to do it again. But I did start loosening up. And on the last take, I do think I got it. Yeah. But I was sweating buckets, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like pretending to be cool, pretending to be a fun guy, acting like I wanted to drink on set. So I was kind (laughs) of drinking, pretending to drink like a little tequila drink. Taking sips of a shot. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But then it it was a relief once it was over. And then did you go out with the, the cast and crew afterward? No. No? No. Why not? Pressures. I can't do that. There's a lot of pressure to be like the fun guy, too. and then people, <laughs> the fun mustache yeah, guy, the fun, funny guy. And uh, so, what I, did you do at night? I just because you're by yourself, you're away from your family, you're in a city he, thousands of miles away. He rewatched the French Dispatch. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I just paused it. Yeah, yeah. That first five minutes on. Repeat. No, I sent lights. I I went home really quick and I emailed lights the sketch show. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hope you like it. And then any feedback. Uh, yeah, she responded well to it. Oh, nice. Did that your character good. have a, a, a name? Uh, no. no okay. It was just host, I think. Host. Got you. Yes. Got you. I just didn't know if you were how like method you were getting with becoming the guy when you were envisioning your character. I was told to embody, what's his name from Anchorman? Uh, oh. Paul Rudd. Oh, Anchorman. okay. So that was my kind of vibe. Yep. But my nose is a little stuffed. You can probably hear it now. I'm a little stuffed, so... I didn't sound as cool as I would like to sound. Mm. A little nasally. Nasally can be funny, though. Yeah. Maybe it helped the performance. Yeah. And so, my ears were clogged a little from the flight, too, so I couldn't really hear myself. There's a lot of pressure, I'm telling <laughs> you. I'm not trying to make a million excuses, <laughs> but this was high pressure. For this me. is an epic front porch. Yeah. So now when people watch this video, you're going to seem amazing because they're yeah. going to expect the absolute. And Lights' video's yeah. got a lot of views, too. Oh, yeah. So a lot I of know. people are going to be familiar with your face. Yes. That's very cool. So you fly in the night before, you shoot it the next day, and then you fly it the next yeah. day? So just No, and then I had a... Uh, a night to like the shoot was done at probably six uh-huh. and then I had that all night to do whatever I wanted. Oh, nice. And then you yep. flew back the next day. I did get in a little bit of a, uh, you know, a fight with a, a bicyclist. Oh, Ooh. really? Yeah. <laughs> in Vancouver? Yeah. They are very vigilant about their cycling rights there. I don't like the people in Vancouver. Like, you know? The, no. The, the, the people I, who, that's the name of this episode, by the way. <laughs> the people who work at the coffee shops, yeah. I flat out hate them. I hate them. <laughs> Why? They, they don't look you in the eye. They mm. don't care if you tip them. They don't say please. They don't say thank you. They're the coolest people in the world. Maybe this is a Toronto problem, too, or a major no. city problem more than a Vancouver thing. But not one person was nice to me. Vancouver, obviously, I think has a reputation. It's Pacific Northwest. People are very of the sort of in, of the earth. They, you know, they yeah. like mountain biking, they love skiing, they love hiking, all this stuff. 
But it is one of my favorite pastime, pastimes to hear people just shit on Vancouver because <laughs> it's so objectively beautiful. Like oh, if you were to go like anywhere, yeah. like anybody you know on planet earth would go oh vancouver like on a good day in vancouver it is hard to beat that natural yeah. beauty in the air and the mountains rains the constantly ocean. though it, but it does rain every constantly. 10 minutes <laughs> every time i left the hotel like i'd i'd be up in my hotel i was on like 17th floor i look at the window it's beautiful i go down the elevator walk out pouring rain <laughs> fucking drenched just annoyed okay so you remember how we were talking about last episode talking to people at movie theaters yeah and mm-hmm. like how much you freak out depends on the day you've had uh-huh so I had a terrible day. I was drenched in rain. I uh, was feeling a little shaky about the shoot, like my performance, yeah. how it went. Like in my mind, I imagined I'd do better than I did. The coffee, like I went to multiple coffee places to try to get a good breakfast sandwich and a coffee. Terrible breakfast sandwiches. And then <laughs> I go for a walk on the, the pier, whatever, the yeah. harbor area where you see all the mountains and it's all beautiful. And I'm texting. But I was just walking across the bike path. And then a, uh, a bicyclist goes by. Ding, ding, which is fine. You have to ding to let me know. And then grumbles like like a Joe Pesci grumble from like Home Alone. It's like, I'm not a fucking. Like, so I'm like, fuck you. So the guy thinks he can beat me because he's on a bike. You know, no, when you're in a you car. You don't start running. I start running. Oh, my God. I'm ch- I, you're like the T-2000 chasing yeah, his bike? T-1000. Oh, like. that's it. Right, right, right. <laughs> so I start chasing. And then well, he chasing to do what, though? Confront him. He grumbled what, at me. What time of day was this? This was this was the next day right before I left. So like in the morning or something? This was, yeah, my flight was at 1 p.m. It's three hour time difference. So I was up at like 4 a.m. Yeah, yeah. So this was probably, yeah, probably 11 a.m. It'd okay, be funny so, if that cyclist was also visiting Vancouver uh, for a couple <laughs> days and thought you were one of the people. And he was like, the people of Vancouver are assholes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, he lived there for 40 years. Oh, wait, you talked to him? Yes. You, so you chase him down? I chase him. I see. So once I start running, I'm like, I probably can't catch up to him, but I'm going really fast. <laughs> what kind of shoes are you wearing? These. These Blundstones. Yes. Oh, That's wow. how angry I was. You can't like, you know when you're stones. drunk, you can run forever and not feel it? Yeah. When you're angry, it's like that too. <laughs> so I see him. He's stopping. He's locking his uh, bike to the tree. Don't know if you're allowed to do that in Vancouver either. So maybe he's breaking some rules. Yeah. I, I go up to him and I'm like, he didn't exactly swear at me because now I'm getting a little worried that I'm actually going to have a confrontation. I'm like, what do I say? Because he didn't say fuck you to me. He kind of just grumbled. get up. So I'm like, what do I say? I'm like, hey. And he looks at me. I go, did you grumble at me? <laughs> he goes, no, I didn't grumble at you. Now I'm like, fuck, I have nothing. <laughs> maybe I misheard it. Or, or like, is he, do you think he's lying in this moment? Or did, maybe you misheard. I, I don't know. So I'm like, uh, well, Question yourself now. I'm like, it seemed like you grumbled at me. And I get up in his face. And this man's like 67 years oh, old. Geez. He's like, no, I didn't. I just rang my bell. But I will say this. Uh, people on the, don't respect that bike lane. And they're walking a, a, across it all the time like they own the place. So I just, I uh, rang my bell. I'm like, well, it sounded like you wanted to say fuck you to me. <laughs> he goes, no, I'm scared people are going to say fuck you to me. Ah. Because I ring my bell and people tell me to fuck off. And all I'm doing is ringing my bell. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. He's like, why are you here? I'm like, oh, I'm just uh, shooting a music video. I'm like, I've only been here for 15 minutes. I just landed, so I don't really know. I lied to him. I, like, I was about to leave. But I'm like, I just got here 15 minutes ago. I was looking at my phone. I didn't know this was a bike lane. He's like, oh, I've been here for 40 years. Then we had a nice conversation about it. I thought you were going to say what he was like. Uh, no, I didn't grumble, but I will say one thing. I've never seen a man run so fast in one stone. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but yeah, that was my interaction. Yeah. That he did a good job at commenting. He, he he de-escalated the situation. Exactly. Wow. Yes. He could tell though. I had it up to here, and it, I wasn't like reacting because of him. It was because of the sandwiches and the baristas and everything. So he has helped uh, shape your uh, view of Vancouver in a better way. He was way, nice. Right? Yeah. He wasn't born and raised in Vancouver. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, and he complained about the prices there too. Uh, okay. So expensive. Well, and the th- weather. This is good. This gives me hope uh, for the podcast moving forward because I feel like for the last two years, creating topics uh, has been a little harder because nobody's gone out and really done anything. Do yeah. No one has done anything. You get Shane on a plane for literally two days he's fighting with people in vancouver oh, he's yeah. watching porn on the plane <laughs> it's just like it's just all excellent yeah. stuff uh so i'm glad i'm glad for us no it it's good. it's good for us and our listeners it's just content yeah listen like the content of your lives is getting out and doing things and it feels like we're doing it more. Uh-huh. right now we haven't even said this off the top but we're sitting at odds yes this, is, right. this is your bar max we're sitting at odds we're drinking some sap sucker and um they are uh, sponsors of the show this week hey. we're very uh, excited to partner we, we know the team over there pretty well and um i wanted to bring this up because uh, as our listeners know, I like a little treat in the afternoon, uh, or actually at any point during the day. <laughs> and Sapsucker is one of these, because I love bubbly water, 35 cows from the tree. And I want to ask you guys, um, where are you at with snacking in your life? Because I feel like people call me out for being the snack guy and for indulging a little bit too often. Mm. Like our friend Brent's like, Max, you're just grazing. You're just grazing a lot. Mm. And I don't like that. And I, I mean, and Sapsucker is great because it's like a, a no, no guilt kind of thing. Uh, D- delight yeah um but yeah where are you guys at with uh with your treat intake because um yeah i'm a big snacker throughout the day like i'm addicted to these new cheese it jalapeno crackers okay uh, and for me like little crackers like goldfish they don't count when you eat them no. to me it doesn't even register as anything but i will eat a whole box every day every day every single day yeah you basically can't keep snacks around me uh, not to name drop, but I was in LA last week, uh, and I was at dinner with not only our buddy Tim McAuliffe, who's a former pod guest, also Matt Unsworth, who's our yeah. uh, comedy writer, to the, be on the yeah. pilot, and Will Forte. Mm. We all went up for dinner to celebrate Manager Ash, who ah. made the Billboard Women in Music list. Yes, and that is an event that we got to attend, and it was very fun to be in that room with uh, you know Bonnie Raitt, Phoebe Bridgers, Olivia Rodrigo. Um, Carol G, who I never heard of, who is a famous uh, Latin pop star who had the biggest applause of the night. But I bring this all up because Will Forte was saying that he is starting a five day diet where it's like you basically get a, a box sent to your house and it's like $250 for this box. Mm-hmm. And it's just basically tiny little granola bars. Okay. And, and like and that's all you can only consume the things in the box. That is the diet. And you don't have your first little granola bar till like three in the afternoon. Are you guys familiar with this kind of like uh, this this sort of diet where it's like you're basically tricking yourself to starving, you know, like kind of starving yourself and you're like the cells, no. eat the bad cells. No? Give me his number. I want to ask him about this. <laughs> <laughs> this is this diet. Well, you don't Shane know me. Here. Yeah. Shane From here. the sketch show. Oh, actually, though, we did get a comment that I think uh, one of our listeners doesn't want us to talk about dieting and fitness on this podcast. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's a uh, some people yeah, don't like subject, that for real, mm. which I think is understandable. Yeah, but um, anyway, uh, afternoon delight. Uh, I actually drink sapsucker probably three or four days a week. This is delicious, yeah. like, like no bullshit at all, like you know, but 
because uh, I've, 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 this one I'm drinking right now is a sapsucker uh, lemon. Uh, the lemon one, it's called, and it's honestly delicious. The biggest advantage is I can chug it. Because when I'm really thirsty, I always drink bubbly water, yeah. and I try to chug it, and then it burns my uh, throat. Mm -hmm. So you can actually chug these. Okay, so here's a question for you two guys. Mm. Uh, you know, just before we started rolling, yeah, yeah, um, we, we I heard overheard you guys talking about how you have to get like um, an ad pitch together. Is mm. yes, you know, because uh, you guys work with lots of different companies, lots of brands. Uh, knowing what we know about Sapsucker, what would be uh, <laughs> like a billboard pitch or a video pitch? That's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Right? Why is that? Because you know that Mike is an on-the-spot thinker. Uh, <laughs> I am. I need one sleep, and I'll give you. Just give me eight hours, okay? I need eight hours. Eight think hours. About it, and I'll give you the best one. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we'll save I'm that coming. for Mike. What's your idea? Well, I mean, we could try and write it. <laughs> the most pressure. Yeah, no. Mike's a genius. Yeah, on the spot. We could we could try and write a commercial. Like, what would we do in a commercial? Okay, the, the cans are different colors. Yeah. So it's a kind of the color of the rainbow. That's right. It's from sap, so it's like tree water. Um, it's local, so it's from Flesherton, Ontario. They're a cute little startup. Uh, they're a great, healthy little treat. Well, let's well let's let's start with like a like a sort of a, a setup, right? Yeah. So let so let's say that uh, Shane goes to the uh, fridge and he realizes that Max is drinking or drank his sap sucker. Oh, so it's good, not there. It's not there. Ooh, it's gone. Did like you take it. my blue sap sucker? Did mm. you take my uh, the original one, yeah. Max? Then what happens? Ooh. So. It's like a jealousy thing. And it's like, <laughs> it's all based around like a, um, a slogan. Yeah. So mm. it's like, that's my thirst love. So it's like first love, but it's oh, first love. Like thirst. Max oh. didn't get it at first, so I explained. <laughs> I, I could see it in his eyes. And then it's all about this jealousy thing. Mm. It's like, you know, it's my thirst love. And it's all about how you drank it all. And then we kind of like rumble. And it's this elaborate fight scene that goes on pointlessly long. Totally. What's the budget for this, this video? Well, if well, it's just at a fridge. Like in the concept, maybe the three of us are like roommates. We live together. Yeah, you get some stunt doubles so you can legitimately do yeah. some funny backflips and make it. Yeah, I want to see some like Matrix level yeah. stuff. We could do it for 70 grand, I think. Yeah. For 70 and then, but how do we resolve the end of this commercial? So the thirst love, because you and I are in this uh, argument about me stealing a drink. How does it resolve? You're trying to make it up to him. Mm. Maybe there's like multiple shipments of different sap suckers. Oh, it so, keeps coming. Maybe maybe your your gestures get more and more grand, trying to to make it up to. No, Shane. no. You're, I actually get to the point where I like kill you <laughs> and you're on the ground and you're like, there's more in the mini fridge. And then I look and I see that there is like more in the mini fridge and I'm like, oh no, but you're, you're, you, <laughs> you die. die. Yes. You die. You That's your last that words. Guilt. Yes. <laughs> For the rest of your life. Yes. So you killed your best friend. Well, yes. then we, then we have to cover it up. We have to hide your body. <laughs> this is good. Yeah. This is really good. It gets really uncomfortable. So, and it's, 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 it's heavy work covering mm -hmm. up a, a crime like that. So we need some more sapsucker. Uh, <laughs> exactly. It's good for the brand. Yeah, keep us going. And the end shot, you know how there, there's always like a three second end billboard? Yeah. It's just us at your funeral and we're all like chosen <laughs> the sapsucker. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like, shh. Yeah. Uh, that's good. That works. That's good. Okay. That's a great ad. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll run with it. I love it. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com.
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. But Mikey, what have you been up to? Yeah, you know what? Actually, I got out, fellas. I got out and I did something. Ooh. Um, a friend of the pod, former guest, uh, Megan McPeak, oh. was calling a couple of Raptors games uh, this week. If you follow the Toronto Raptors of the NBA, uh, their their voice, the voice of the team, Matt Devlin, Devlin also a former uh, guest, he got sick. He contracted COVID. So he was out of the rotation. So they flew in Meg to... Uh, so to, cool. Yeah, to cover for him. Because Megan was in town, she reached out to her brother, our dear friend Matt McPeak. She's like, I got some tickets. You want to come to the game? Whoa! Peaky's like, you want to go watch some Raptors basketball? I'm like, let me see if I can get out. You know, I got a new baby. I got, you know, it's like, it's a lot. It's, it's a big production. And I wanted to ask you about your Vancouver trip, how hard a sell that is to sort of disappear for three days. Because I felt like I was like, I had to like plant the seed on a Monday to potentially go to a game on a Thursday and, and all that sort of thing. But happened danica was lovely she was like go have fun enjoy the game and uh yeah i went to the raps game we sat amazing seats like we uh yeah it was against the pistons they lost but i got mm. to see cape cunningham versus uh, scotty barnes <clears throat> and it was just cool to be back in the arena it was like great vibes we met up with meg after was it full cap went for a drink yep totally it felt it, honestly it felt like it felt like old times man ah yeah. Was this a Coors night? Was it a light Coors <laughs> night? Was there an after thing going on or was it like straight back home? Yeah. So it was, a, it became a Coors night, uh, <laughs> but it, I did take it easy. It wasn't like a classic Mike Veerman, like let's rock and roll all night. Like yeah. just because I knew I had to get up the next day and when I had work to the kids, just, you're not going to get away from a baby when you're at home. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so it was good, but we did go for a drink at real sports afterward, met up with Meg. My brother obviously works for the Raptors. We've talked about this. I'm like, yo, I'm like, I'm getting out of the house. I'm coming to see the game. Let's like, let's like, are you working? Let's come meet us. He's like, this is the one game I took off to go see the Batman. I'm uh, like, Greg, oh, you're killing me, man. So I didn't, I was in Toronto. I saw the game. I did not see my brother. Where'd you go afterward? Uh, Real Sports. Oh, Real Sports. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then we made our way back to uh, Hamilton, but it was, uh, it was a good time, guys. Uber back? <clears throat> Ubered back. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, it was great. And Danica was cool with it? Totally cool. Yeah. Like beyond cool. Like <laughs> she's the best. So um, speaking of the Raptors, <clears throat> I um, was texting with our buddy Nick Nurse. And uh, I was sort of in the last like month or so, I was sort of encouraging him because he's always practicing piano. I was like, Nick, when are you going to write your own song? Because some people ask me, like, does Nick write his own songs? I was like, and he's like, oh, maybe I'll do it. I don't know. And then he texted me kind of out of the blue. This was maybe like three weeks ago. And he was like, uh, I said, where are you at? He's like, I'm on a plane about to land in Houston. And he's like, this sounds like a song lyric, doesn't it? Really? I was like, texting my friend. He's like, and I texted my friend this, and my friend was like, that sounds like a song lyric. I was like, oh, this is, 
that, that does sound like the beginning of a song. So then I don't even know where I was. I might have been in L.A. for the Super Bowl. So I was just like having a morning coffee. And I was like, what if it went, I'm on a plane about to land in Houston. I got to get home and it can't be too soon. And when I left you crying. You're coming up with this? I was sort of kind of coming up with a couple of ideas. And then and so I texted him and, and he was like, oh, I love this idea. So he starts working on it. And so we start sending voice notes back and forth. And he's actually quite excited about this song. Seems like you wrote no, eighty to ninety percent. No, 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 no. But it was I've very, heard the song. It was very, it was very collaborative. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then, uh, you know, a week or two passed. I was like, Nick. It was like Sunday night. I was like, Nick, we should uh, record. We should record the song. He's like, House tomorrow morning. <laughs> it was like Sunday night at nine p.m. <laughs> He's like, I'm free tomorrow. I'm like, ah, I'm not free tomorrow. Uh, how about Tuesday? He's like, Okay. He's like, I got to catch the team flight at one p.m. How's the morning? I was like, okay. So our buddy, Derek Hoffman, who's produced a bunch of our Kel stuff, very talented guy, also a huge basketball fan. He is in our basketball group chat yes. and very involved in the basketball group chat. I called Derek and Derek's an amazing musician. I was like, Derek, Nick Nurse needs to record this original song. Will you just do it? He's like, absolutely. <laughs> right? Like, hold on a second. Nick Nurse is coming to my fucking studio in the morning. Okay. Yeah. Count me up. Amazing. And it's funny. So. Uh, it's like, all right, get there for t- uh, 10 a.m. Nick will bang something out in two hours. Um, I'm, I'm like, I get there like 10.02. Nick's been there at 9.55 and, and Derek <laughs> kind of lets him in, but Nick doesn't really know who Derek is. Derek is just like probably nervous as fuck around Nick Nurse. <laughs> and, 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 and I guess after Nick left, he was like, yeah, like Nick didn't really know who I was or really say anything. Cause it's just like, I was just sort of like this random dude who came to get him at the door. <laughs> so he's like, so the first like five minutes, like I was like very nervous and I didn't know what to say to him. And we were just sort of standing in my studio and then you showed up and it was fine. So we end up um, recording the song in two hours and it sounds like pretty good. And Nick Nurse like kind of sounds like Bob Dylan. You've yeah, heard the song, Of course. Right? Yeah, yeah. He sent it right, yeah. It's excellent. Yeah. So, uh, so we're all very pleased with ourselves and Derek is just like, oh, that was such a cool morning. Nick, Nick during the session is like, how do I pay this? Who's paying for this session? I was like, don't, you don't need to pay for anything. But if you want to give him a pair of Raptors tickets, he'd love that. He's like, no problem. And he did. Derek, Derek, Derek got Nick's tickets for a game like the next week. So, oh, I love it. Very, what very do you mean cool. Nick's tickets? Doesn't he sit on the bench with the team? <laughs> <laughs> Derek actually coached the team that yeah. night. We've been on a Worst bit of a loss skin. in Raptors yeah. history. <laughs> uh, so then, uh, Anyway, I'm texting uh, your brother and I'm texting you about this. Yeah, and, yeah. and Nick apparently was like, we got to make a music video yeah. for this song. And I was like, okay, just kind of laughing about it. Not really thinking too much. And um, so yesterday at uh, 1.30, <laughs> he texted me, yo. And I'm like, yo, you good? Question mark. Man, I'm all right. Just working through a bunch of mildly annoying shit. I'm trying to figure out what you got. I got something cool. Take your mind off shit. <laughs> You ready? And then it is a music. I bo- love your version of whatever his text voice is. The way that you imagine his text reading. And then he sends me a video that brother Greg Veerman has cut yeah. to the song. Uh, and it's like just a like a really adorable, really cool looking. It's like a tour video. It's like like footage video. Oh, right? it's behind the scenes footage. It's kind of oh, like. I wanted traveling. like singing to Cameron stuff. Uh, <laughs> yeah, ring light. Greg did an amazing job. There's a, there's yeah. a moment in that video when he talks about, you know, the, the song kind of goes into sacrifice he makes to do his job because his calling keeps on calling. So even though he's worn down, run down, he keeps something in him, keeps him doing this work because he loves it. But when he talks about sort of the sacrifice of what he makes, there's a, a, a shot of him with his kids and his wife. And it's really nice. And as I was watching the video, that one 
really hit me home? the feels. It hit me right mm. here. Yeah. You know, as a family man who also, you know, loves his career and we make sacrifices, I was like, I get it, man. Get it, it. it was it was so fun, though, um, because there was a few moments during the session when I was recording some background vocals and we were just sort of adding shit on top of each other. So, you know, it starts with a very simple piano vocal. And okay, I added harmony. Okay, we're at a little guitar. And I could just see from my vantage point, every, and Derek, Derek works really quickly. Every time a layer of the song got added, Nick's mind was blown. His like his eyes came out of his head. He's like, and he's kind of started giggling to himself. He's like, and I added harmony, and then another harmony. He's like, because the thing becomes real and bigger. Yeah, real. And that that feeling of being in the studio, because if you don't, if you've never been in the studio, it's like that is one of the most fun things. Just like seeing how things sort of like add on top mm-hmm. of each other to make something really grand and beautiful. So that was really cool. And then in talking to your brother, your brother showed him a cut, and he was just like. This is amazing. I mean, like, I'm a little biased, but yeah. um, okay, I gotta go send this to Max right now. See you later. <laughs> Wait, is Nick cool with you adding your elements more and more to the song? Because oh. your voice was quite prevalent in that song. No, also. yeah, he's not precious about it at all. He just, like, no, he, 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 sometimes, like, we forget that his actual job that he actually cares about is coaching the Toronto Raptors at the right, NBA. Right. Like, I don't yeah. think he's like, yo, this is my song, get off my turf. <laughs> <laughs> not like typical musician shit. Yeah, no, I think he's just, like, delighted by all of it. So. Yeah, it was, it was very cool, and Derek did a great job. But yeah, yeah. who's Derek bringing to that game? Uh, he went already. He, he brought he brought his uh, his I lady. Was asking for no reason, just <laughs> throwing it out there. But I do want to mention the video that just came out uh, yes. that our buddy oh, yeah. Mark Myers uh, directed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Shane is so uninterested. Um, but uh, but I I do want to mention you know if our Kels fans are listening is that like the degree of difficulty for the kind of shoot that we're trying to pull off right now is very very high and i say that because it's canada it's the middle of the winter so you can't shoot on anything outside the nature of the song reckoning is sort of like a more aggressive darker kind of song so and that's sort of the treatment that we needed which meant it have to be inside with proper lighting you know we try to do our videos sort of like on a very affordable level like most like you know branded commercial shoots you know budgets can become tens of thousands of dollars hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah that is not what we're doing we basically tell mark mark here's the keys make it all happen yourself and we're not paying you anything yeah. how does <laughs> well, mark respond to that yeah. he's like yes sir <laughs> wow yeah no wow. no no, I mean that. I'm exaggerating. to put it on mute. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this no. is a nightmare. <laughs> no, but he, no. I mean, we genuinely like love, love, love working with Mark, and uh, what he again has been able to pull off with Reckoning um, was very, very cool. The shots of the instruments are amazing. Yeah, and that was his idea. Yeah. The, the, the probe lens. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't my idea. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but um, put to spit on my sap sucker. Here, Max. <laughs> Only because of shock, not because it doesn't taste yeah, great. Yeah. I'll um, lick it up. <laughs> don't waste a single drop. Don't waste a single don't drop. Don't waste a single drop. Maybe another commercial. Sapsucker. Don't waste a single drop. But that video is a good example of something only you could pull off. I th- always think about when I see your outfits and the makeup. <laughs> like, you have this like orange makeup across your eyes. Yeah. And I, and I just think if I did that, I would never live that down. I would be made fun of that outfit for, and everything for the rest of my life. Yeah. Like, you, do you think you could pull that off, Mike? The orange makeup, no. Maybe yeah. the black prison outfit. Yeah. I think that that one I could have <laughs> pulled. Prison. The jumpsuit. Uh, no, uh, you're, to- you're 100% right. Also with our friends, maybe we're just burned out. Because we- there's this funny divide where it's like Max is our friend, so we're going to take the piss. But then he also is in this massive band and he does these videos and he's very visible. Mm-hmm. I feel like if he'd done the orange makeup, 
like five years ago, we all would have had a, taken the piss out of them and then it would have settled. I now we're just, we're just used to it. We're just used to it. I feel like there's just something about you where you can get away with things. Yeah. Like, I don't know what it is, but you have that thing. I have set a precedent for like, yeah, trying dumb shit. Yeah, you've like worn us out or something. Like <laughs> you cannot be made fun of. <laughs> uh, yeah, huge, huge shout out to Mark. And uh, also, it was kind of fun. I made a little TikTok about this, but you know, it's like conceiving of a concept for a music video is very hard. And Tony actually in our band had a great idea for the a motivation video by Sum Forty One, which is just them rocking out in a bedroom. Mm-hmm. But and we sent it to Mark, and he's like. Oh, I love that video. And there's literally 42 different camera angle pushes right. that happen throughout that video to make it feel fresh and exciting to the eye. And that was a reference for the video. So even though it doesn't really look like some 41 and that video shot in 2001 in someone's bedroom and more in like a black void, that was a reference, uh, which was a very cool idea from Tony. The biggest challenge for music videos, for performance videos, which Reckoning is, yeah. is how do you keep it fresh for three minutes yeah. when you're in the same environment the whole time? And the answer is like, obviously what Mark, like he's using innovative cameras. I saw this weird long lens that he was doing. Yeah, that's the probe lens. Yeah. yeah, those angles on the guitar, like yep. the probe, like things like that all help. The pushes, the whip pans, you know, yeah. things like that keep you engaged. And these are kind of, I think for anybody listening, if you make music videos, those are the kind of things that you have to think of that are like beyond the first step of just, oh, we got good looking cameras and lighting looks good. It's like, how do you retain people's attention for three and a half, four or five minutes, whatever that is. Another genius thing that Myers does um, in some videos that in, in his prep, he will send a text edit of the video that outlines basically what every shot is going to look like. So you're listening to the song and you're just reading what the camera is going to do. So you're able to imagine it. So it's like, as the first verse is singing, it's like tight up on max whip over to Tim. And that's like during the drum hits whip back to max. So you can kind of see it all. And in his mind, he's like the edits done because I know what each shot's going to look like. And that is, uh, you know, kudos to him for just being a prepared it's a person. Move. Yes. Yeah. You got to do the test edit. But uh, yeah, Mark's, Mark's amazing. And, and honestly, like I was talking about this with a few people today um, that our group of friends, like just the amount of talent that is just around us, uh, it, it makes everything so fun, especially for, like for Ash and I and the guys in the band where it's like, okay, we need uh, something funny to be written. Call you guys. Okay. We need something to be shot and edited. Like we just have like a crew of amazing production writers entertainment people that just make all of our shit really really fun yeah man. yeah i'm the mustache guy you're the mustache guy <laughs> <laughs> with no name um speaking of uh going out though i had a question for you guys um yes we'll go out with you today yeah. <laughs> i'm in yeah, i'm in yeah um we I, I went out the other night it was like on saturday i think and then i got home kind of late and I was on my phone and, you know, you're just kind of like perusing around on Instagram or just on your computer looking on the internet. And I think I came upon Zendaya's Instagram. Mm. And do you know who Zendaya is? Of course. Okay. Most famous woman in the world. Have you heard of the Beatles? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Well, I knew she was very famous and I know, and obviously she's like beloved, but I also feel like, like women really love Zendaya too. Like young women, older women, like she's just sort of like. She's Everyone, Beyonce for the younger generation. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't quite fully understand that because I went to her Instagram account and she's 134 million Instagram followers. Yeah. I was like, that's a lot of followers. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, like if she, if you had told me she had, you know, 13 million or 
22 million. I'd have been like, oh, that sounds about 134 million. And then I like was Googling, like I literally did the Google thing, like, why is Zendaya so famous? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's hilarious. You, you know, you're just like, what? Like, you're just like these really mundane factoids about yeah. name a celebrity. It's like, and many people have asked that question because like, why is, uh, and then it's like, Zendaya is so famous. Um, and I learned a lot about her family. Her parents aren't together anymore, but they they have a very amicable relationship. Her dad's That's black, good. her mom's white. And, da, da, da. and I went to her dad's Instagram account. I was kind of learning about him. How many does he have? N- not as many. I think he's like 500,000. Are you going to come up with a song called Zendaya's Dad? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> not a bad idea. Got him in the video. Um, and it just got me thinking about like internet rabbit holes we go down. Like, do you guys have any go to oh, like so internet? Many. Like, it's maybe if you're if you've been drinking or just in general. <laughs> like, because because I do. There is a state of mind, especially like that I absolutely kind of love when you've gotten home from the bar or something like that, and it's just like you time. And there's a level of sort of like focus and serenity that, at least for me, that happens because it's like it's late. You're not talking to anybody. Um, like if you've had a couple drinks, it's like you're you're just like a little more in the zone as yeah. opposed to being distracted. And it's late. No one's texting you also. So it's like you just don't have anything to do but do this internet rabbit hole dive. Do you guys have any kind of go-tos? Yeah, I like interrogation videos. <laughs> Watching, <yeah. laughs> I, I do. <laughs> like like real ones, like for the cameras in the corner. Real, interrogation, real interrogation videos. Police yeah. cornering a guy. <laughs> And he thinks he's going to get away with it. And they just break him down for Did two hours. Did you take his sapsucker? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's really good ones. And yeah, yeah. Like how smart the detectives are. And like there's ones that break down like the best detectives in the world. And <laughs> it's like there's a psychology one. And it talks about like all the techniques and how they're doing it. That I find fascinating. I'm so always relieved too that I'm not. I didn't do a crime. Mm. I'm like I'm so glad I'm not. Do you that think you person. could outthink a, uh, one of these detectives in an interrogation? They're so good. You, you have so much knowledge. They, they now, talk though. about it too. Like it's so good the psychology in which they fuck you that you can get a detective with it. Then I'll watch actual detectives who have committed crimes and like sergeants, military people, and how they get broken down. Because when you're under this extreme pressure, it's like your mind just gets panicked. That's why they say just don't talk, yeah. right? Yes. That's your best thing. But if you don't talk, that's almost an admission of guilt. So then they're like, this guy probably did it then. And they know that not talking, innocent people tend to speak. So that cringe compilations are huge for me. What are cringe compilations? Anyone in an awkward scenario, like handshakes gone wrong, like anything. I just love watching people being terribly awkward and it just makes me feel better about myself. (laughs) That's why. And Norm MacDonald uh, is always there. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Mike? What's your rabbit hole? Oh, rabbit hole. I, I typical like I'll go I'll go down like a television performances from like the 70s. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I'll, like like George Harrison and Paul Simon on Saturday Night Live playing <laughs> Here Comes the Sun. And then that leads to a weird like obscure performance of Paul Simon. Yeah, I feel like you and your brother got drunk during the holidays together. Oh, and yeah. there was and, and I think I saw a video and you guys were watching like what are your go? What did you watch that night? Because because I've seen you do this a number of times. There's like a compilation of uh, the Jackson five doing Dancing Machine. <laughs> and it's like somebody's cut together the, the little chunk of the song where they do the robot like dance. And it's like 
it's impeccable. It is so good that we can just sit there watching that on loop of Dancing Machine and the five of them do it. And then Michael comes out front and he like does like this incredible robot. Speaking is there of, Annie Lennox too? Oh my God. That's like, that's the ultimate. That's the Which one's that again? This all started like my dad. My dad, my dad was a big, let's get drunk and go down a YouTube hole of old performances. Mm-hmm. But the Annie Lennox one is like this Grammys performance where she plays why just her on a piano. And I think she'd been out of the music scene for a long time. And this was her like returning, but you know, there were people were kind of like, what's up with Annie? And then she comes back and no one really does. And then she sits down and she sort of gets through this performance. And that song in particular is amazing. So check it out if you're a listener and you, you know, you want to see it, it's her doing why I think it's like at the Grammys or something. And, um, when she gets the, the sort of the bridge of the song, like near the end, she's like, like, these are the words I never said. This is the path I never tried. These are, you know, just like, she starts really like going, uh, she's like, do you know what I mean? And it's like, bum, bum. And she kind of like finishes the song. And she like she fist pumps and gets like this standing ovation mm. from everybody that's kind of in the industry that has been wondering what's up with Annie Lennox. And it's sort of her proving like, I don't know, reclaiming her power. And it's like one, I got chills because I'm picturing it. But uh-huh. me and Greg like love watching that. We've been watching that for like two decades with my dad. Speaking of cringe moments, that's one of the most uh, <laughs> me singing that song. Just <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> this just reminded me of um, the idea of a standing ovation because we at this Billboard Women in Music Award. There was a few moments where it's like, I think Bonnie Raitt had just done a song or something, you know, and it's like, and it's a lifetime achievement award. So like there's half of the room thinks that, okay, no matter what happens during this performance, we have to stand up and clap. But the other half of the room maybe isn't like quite sold on the performance. Like it's a polite clap, but not like get on your feet, feet clap. Mm -hmm. But that moment where though the room can't agree if we're all standing up <laughs> yeah. or not i fucking yeah. hate that that's so funny. i hate that so much the the worst is if you're in the first five rows and you don't know yeah you don't know what the <laughs> fuck's going the on behind you. you see that at award yeah. shows and you always like, oh. and that's yeah. what happened because yeah. the people in the first few rows weren't standing up everyone's behind it. and i always be like stand up in the front stand yeah. up in the front my rule going forward is just always standing up whoever yeah. comes out i'll be the weirdo in the crowd <laughs> but just, no one behind no one, you I, does i'm just yes. the guy that stands up every just time just in case yeah just Did, in case so they announce ash's name there and everything there was a, there there was a big uh, like sort of billboard level size sign outside with all the recipients of like executive of the year which she was on. That's and so then, cool. Yeah, it was very very cool. And then they uh, also um, they also had like some like celebrity winners. So it was mm-hmm. like the breakthrough artist of the year, or like the le- legend status, or whatever. They had a bunch of funny, interesting names for it. But it was cool. Um, I'm trying to think Ash of- has legend status Le- with yeah. us. She's obviously sitting here at odds with us. Yeah. So it's, it's nice to say in person, congrats so much on the yeah, award. Congrats. Yeah, congrats. I to- thought it was like a little Canadian award or something. No, she's like, like, Canadian like on the, the list. biggest thing. Big deal. Yeah. Flew yeah. down to LA. Did you make a speech? No, no speeches. No Would you speeches. like a speech? Yeah. yeah. Um, That's tough. Yeah. Um, Start thanking people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Who, who's number one on your list? You're going to edit. My brain was completely. <laughs> Who are the top three people to thank in your life? <laughs> My mom. Yes. Legitimately. Um, it's International Women's Day. International By the way, we're recording Women's this Day. on International yes. Women's Day. Yes. Yeah. Um, sorry, can I not do this? Oh, sure. sure. <laughs> <laughs> I know I want to do it's not going to be good. So it's well, that was good. That was good. That was pretty that good. Was funny. Um, no, but that is awesome that you did that. Thank the right person. You always leave someone out. It's a lot yeah. of pressure to do it to speech. We're not going to thank Max for putting her on the spot with a speech. Yeah, my bad, my bad. Yeah, yeah. But I would, I would like to thank Max for coming with me. Yeah. And yeah. essentially, I would, I needed the kick to get there, obviously. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go by myself. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, very much respect the dedication to getting the photo yes. from Max. 
Which photo? Because uh, you could fly all that way to get a photo for Instagram. Yeah. It would not have been possible with I haven't seen the Well, there was a red carpet. It's on, on I think we posted it on our account. Uh, oh, and yeah. Ash posted it on hers. And it's basically her on the red carpet. And like. I got to double tap that. You know, you want to, you want to like, you know, memorialize this moment. And is that the word? Um, yeah. And you want to get the right shot. So after the awards, we went out there and we spent a good chunk of time just getting the right right photo. And, you know, Ash has supported me in so many photos over the years. And so it was the least I could do to support her in her photo, in her one photo. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was fun. Oh. I need Shane to look at the photo because given the fashion commentary oh, previously yeah. about Max, Max had an item that oh, Shane yeah. should probably Oh, let me see this. Review. Yeah. Yeah. Keep the mic because I want to hear your comments on it. Uh, so, I love okay, it. Okay, so personally. here's if there is Ash looking. Oh, like I have seen this. I think I like this. Yeah. yeah, this is a good photo. In front of the Billboard Women Music. <laughs> Max just liked just, it. Just <laughs> yeah. There we go. Oh, are. yeah, yeah. I was, yes, I remember this. I saw this when and I was in Vancouver. Yeah, it's a total like dad in Hawaii vibe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's talking about the purse with the tassels. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, is that was yours? No, I was holding it for Ash because yeah, she needed to take the photo. Cool move. I was I wearing my mom's purse all day today. Um, also, that reminds me, if you can remember it, with the guy, there was a guy who came up to you to talk to you about your outfit. Oh yeah, he this guy kind of came up and he was just like during the kind of the reception area, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Yo, man, like this is a formal event. What gives you the confidence just to be wearing that shirt and those pants? Wow, pretty cool." And then, but he's clearly just kind of like there by himself and needed to make a conversation with somebody. <laughs> and I guess I looked friendly, so I chatted with him. Actually, it turned out that um, I was like, "Oh, I'm from Canada. We're just down here because Ash is just like um, is, is being honored." And he's like, "Oh, I met a guy from Canada, from Hamilton, Hamilton, Canada." I was like, "What the fuck?" Wait, there was another guy down there from Hamilton? yeah. So there is a local visual artist um, named that goes by uh, Burnt Toast. Are you guys familiar with Burnt Toast? No. So Burnt like Toast, the thing, I not the artist. No. Yeah. No, if no. you look him up on Instagram, <laughs> back is, when he was just bread. Yeah, yeah. So Burnt Toast on Instagram uh, is that's it's just Burnt Toast. He has two hundred ninety-two thousand Instagram followers. Ooh. So he comes over, says hi to him. He lives off Lock Street in Hamilton. Whoa. And he's there with his girlfriend. He's a guest of like the head of Billboard, mm-hmm. sitting at his table. And turns out, dude's like 33, 34, just a little younger. Went to high school with Al and AJ. He's from Dundas. Went to Parkside. Oh, wow. And he uh, is a big Arkells fan and a big visual artist. And he's in like the NFT space. Wow. Um, and, and I asked him to kind of explain what NFTs were. And I... Uh, Non-fungible tokens? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> those things. And I still am uh, somewhat unclear as to exactly what Yeah, that's what kind of the thing. But at least we know how to say fungible, which wasn't in the lexicon prior that's to true. NFTs. Uh, I, AJ was one of the guys at the Raps game with me. Oh, I love hanging out with AJ. Oh, AJ's AJ's wait, a darling. Wait, he he got the ticket from Peak. It was me, Peak, AJ, and Matt Weber, uh, owner oh. of another uh, restaurateur. That's uh, right uh, at yeah. uh, Berkeley North. Berkeley North, in Hamilton. Oh, yeah. Okay, was my name mentioned at all? I said I said Shaney Boy is in Vancouver shooting a oh, video. Oh, nice. Yeah. Thank That's God. Reason. Because yeah, yeah, you're always now top of my sense. list. Now yeah. it makes sense. Hey, what? Um, we have a table read for the sketch show on yeah. Friday. Max is coming. I'm coming. Yeah. Where where is it? Here, it's across it's the street from. It's on One uh, Hunter Street in Hamilton. Cool. Across do from do, the uh, Ghost Bus Station. Do I need to do anything to prepare? No, just okay. These table reads are awkward. There's not a lot of laughing that goes on. I know you're going to expect to laugh a minute. No. So don't feel like it's gone bad if there's no laughs. If you have like three great moments of laughter, that's a great table read. Okay. 
Also, we've discussed on this pod sometimes your attention can wane. Mm-hmm. So if you yeah. maybe don't bring those glasses that people wear when they're secretly sleeping, <laughs> don't wear those. At the, you know, uh, if it's in person, I think I'll be a lot more dialed in. Like this pod yeah. has been so much more fun than the Zoom pods. We have a good time on the Zoom way pods. vibe. But the vibe is way But better. you're being engaged. We're listening to you. Mike and I are facing you. <laughs> like every time you tell a story, you like all that stuff. I do like that stuff. You're not going to be the star in the room. That's okay. That's the table, table read, right. Your phone uh-huh. cannot be in your hand, Max. No, no. Ban the phones. Okay. Get it? Yeah. Everyone else can have them. Just you cannot have the phone. Okay. <laughs> He's the only one with yes. the phone sack that they do when people go to concerts. Um, it's exciting that you're going to be there, though. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm very pumped. Uh, is there dinner included? Yeah. Yes. What are we ordering? Pizza. Nice. Yeah. Can we get it from this place up here? That's where I, That's exactly where we ordered from last time. JR Diggs caused a big stink about the pizza last. He time. really got weird about it. He <laughs> was, like a, he was like actually a, terrible. Like a, he was the worst guy <laughs> to have at that table read. He was on his phone, disinterested, wouldn't sit at the same table as us. Complained the whole time. Said he shouldn't have come. But like, <laughs> that does sound brutal. bad. Brutal. Is he so coming to this one? And he's a pizza no, elitist. He's not invited. A pizza elitist. Yeah. Elitist. Well, pizza. What did he want? What kind of pizza did he want? Oh, he was naming some different. No, restaurant. it was uh, Shorty's. Oh yeah, it's very expensive. Which is fine. Like, yeah, is good. We'll, we'll like pay. Shorties. We'll pay. Uh, if, I mean, if Max wants shorties. We'll I don't care. Shorties. I'm just happy to, happy to hang. Yeah, you're the EP on this thing. That's know? right. Yeah. yeah. yeah um, the I'm trying to think if I have any updates there. I don't have any updates there yet. I have a topic. Okay. Oh, hit it. Woo. I love it. Uh, if I was to ask you mm. to loan me $10,000. <laughs> I love this question. Okay. Let's get into There's it. There's a reason why I'm asking okay. this too. We'll start with Mike. Would you do it? What, are you going to say the reason? I will. I'll get to the reason. Oh, but first you want to know if we just give you the I money. I want to know if you do it. Would I lend my good friend, someone say my best friend. Yeah. It's the best man at his wedding. Would I lend you 10K if you can't, yeah, in a heartbeat. How many questions would it take? Like you get, you can ask as many questions as you like, but you have to stick to the amount that you say right now. I honestly, like I, maybe three, like it'd three. be what for, okay. as long as if it wasn't no, for four. something that could hurt you. Like, you know what I mean? If, if like you had a drug problem or something, like, you know what I mean? Like I'm, there's nothing that would concern me that you would need it for. I would just assume that you needed to do a reno or something. Maybe from <laughs> <laughs> Mike for my kitchen. <laughs> I don't get a new bathroom. I'm a fucking dead man. <laughs> um, <laughs> my wife's going to kill me. I, uh, but yes, in a heartbeat, I would lend you 10 K max. Absolutely. How, okay. Quick. How many questions? Uh, I, I, I would just be more curious about it. I wouldn't be, uh, I just be more like, what's the circumstance? Yeah. Like, Cause you got rich in-laws and stuff like that. Like, yeah. you know, like if you're coming to me, I'm just wondering, I'm more just curious how many people you've Said asked no. me before me. <laughs> this is lining up. Yeah. This is funny. Because. Because. Have you looked up your net worth on celebrity network? <laughs> what? That just doesn't exist, does it? Max is worth. Get out. 20. Point one million fucking dollars. <laughs> this is mind blowing, Max. Come on, really? Yes, yes. I and never thought. I love looking. He's always been so casual. Oh, I don't know how much. I'm no, I, yeah, no wonder you're just I've asking never, no questions. Uh, <laughs> I knew it. Yeah. Next, let me, I've never looked this up before. Measurement net worth. Have, Ash, oh have you God. seen this? I've not seen this. I love. Where, where did you find this? Okay, one sec. I gotta get my phone. Oh my oh. God. This. I never thought to look you up, Maxie. Uh. Is it there? Did you find it? Yeah, because I have another one here that says Max Kerman height, weight, net worth, age, birthday, Wikipedia. Give us all the stats. What's your height? I'm Max. Gonna... Okay, this is what it's... I've never looked this up before. Okay. Uh, Max Kerman is a famous artist. He's ch- chipping away at new music with his Juno Award winning band and educating level everything out music classes consistently. Level everything out. It's flattened the curve. <laughs> 
Oh my God, who's writing this? Okay. Kerman uh, examined his FTC project, his adoration for sports, and his kinships with individual keeners, nurse in Toronto Maple Leaf, senior supervisor, Kyle Dubas. And, um, okay, it goes through our... What do they got for your height and weight? He's 33. He was born in 1988. Both those things are wrong. I got that wrong. Okay. <laughs> um, he shaped his band in Hamilton, Ontario when he was youthful. Like, who's writing this stuff <laughs> when he was youthful? Um, Max loves to examine the band's developing accomplishment in his meetings. <laughs> uh, I wonder if they're getting some of this info from the podcast. Max Kerman net worth $20 million. Boom. <laughs> Max Kerman net worth. Max Kerman net worth 20, uh, in 2022. Yeah, he's worth $20 million. 20 mil. The picture. Sean Dawson sent me this. So that's just a photo. I don't know. Well, I mean, now that we've brought it up, we've got the source right here. Let's uh, let's yeah. go to it. I mean, we, we could ask. Um, and it's a they put a video of you and lights talking about blurred lines with Robin Thicke. You're <laughs> By in the a way, minivan. I was I was there the day you guys shot this. It was, an it was like a CBC van thing. Like yeah. it was like a bit they used to do on CBC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a I, jam or not a jam or something. Yeah. I don't know why I was there though. I don't know if our band was playing. Oh, oh we, our, we yeah, we interviewed lights, lights from the yeah. very first pod. Good memory. So yeah, are you any like? Are you like? Is that ten million off? Is that close? You know what? Like I say, anything to do with finances, just email David and Jeff. Wow, my accountant. So you can ask him. You you can actually send that screenshot and that's saying, the coolest but, answer yeah. humanly possible. <laughs> I don't confirm or deny. I may be. I'm so aloof. I don't even know. I'll give you ten grand if you need it, though, Shane. You ask. That's cool. And David and Jeff were like, "He's in the red. He's <laughs> deep in the red." <laughs> I like that. Any uh, other celebrity just says how off base it is. Max is like, maybe. I don't know. That's cool. It's Good. kind of the perfect I mean, answer. For all I know. Yeah, it, it could be true. I like this. Should we leave it there? I actually am curious the last time you checked a bank balance, though. Yeah. No, I, I don't know. I don't yeah. want to look at that. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no. Wow, what do you think your network of? Uh, what? I don't know what to <laughs> That's it. That's all. Uh, we're going to wrap it right now because Max has just left to go to the bathroom here at us. Yeah. He drank a lot of sap sucker. It was delicious. Uh, thanks so much for listening. That's it. That's all. That's our episode. Leave a comment. Leave a rating. All that business. We appreciate it. Shane, this has truly been the best hang. It has been. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. 
You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.